All right, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe where we serve you delightful, slightly intense, but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast focused on bringing people together by drinking, listening, and conversing. So grab your favorite drink and let's see what's on today's menu. All right, people, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe. You know, here at the cafe, we always have a conversation centered around the drink. And today I am drinking on something new something i've never really tried as you can see it's clear it looks like water but it's not it's actually a watermelon kiwi hard seltzer not going to tell you the name of the company because they're not paying me but you all can figure that out all right so i am joined in the cafe by Denise, say hello, Denise. Hello, everyone. And what are you drinking on? The same. Okay. Watermelon kiwi hard seltzer. All right. And have you ever had this before? Never. All right. Are you ready to try this? All right. So are you going to give us a little salutation in Spanish, please? Thank you. Feliz año nuevo. All right. Salud. Yeah, I mean, it ain't my go-to, but it is what it is. All right. So we are on episode 72. Episode 72 is the case of Ankal, an international crime. Look at us. Transcending. Traveling. Traveling. Going to another country, another touch on another continent. Yeah, another continent. All right. So... We are starting off dealing with two individuals, and that for purposes of full disclaimer, there's three pieces of information we tried to find out. We could not find out the last name of either of the two individuals, mm-hmm. the ages of either of the two individuals. Well, I take that back, the ages of one of the individuals, and specifically where in the UK this occurred. We could not find this out. At least I couldn't find out at that moment. But anyhow, we are dealing with Kinsey. Kinsey is a female. At the time of the crime, she's 21 years old. Then her significant other is Kyle, who happens to be the father of her child. It doesn't appear that they're married. We do not know his age, but we know that they live together. Kyle is charged with grievous bodily harm. And Kinsey is initially charged with failing to protect her her child for an alleged assault against Mm -hmm. that child. And then later on, she received an additional added charge on that, which is cruelty of a person under the age of 16. And then we'll talk about what that means in a little bit. And the two of these individuals are together at some point. It seems like they're together throughout the the entire time, which is we'll talk about how that comes to play either in their favor or yanks. But we are dealing with two legal assistants or you know, legal scholars or representatives. And who are those two legal representatives, Denise? Right. New year, new things, because we're jumping straight into legal. Usually we talk first about what happened. But hey, I, I know. This is your podcast. Who are they? <laughs> Barrister Ronnie Manick from GT Stewart Firm and Solicitor William Bosch. 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 Yeah. So. Mr. Bosch is no longer here. He died in, I want to say it was sometime in, in 2021 in the age of 70. But he was an expert in child abuse cases, primarily shaken baby syndrome mm-hmm. cases. But w- do you know 
the difference between a solicitor and a barrister. Actually, I didn't even know what a barrister was, so no. All right. So in the UK, a solicitor is an individual who typically provides specialist advice to clients. They can represent individuals. They can represent organizations. And when it comes to litigation and in the courtroom, they normally team up with a law firm, right? So some kind of law firm normally hires them and then they aid them in the process of doing that. They also represent individuals or represent the government sometimes working in the government as a solicitor that's kind of where we get our turn the solicitor general for the u.s right is kind of representing the government and things of that nature and then a barrister is similar to the what you would think of as a normal lawyer here in the united states individuals who represent clients who are going into the courtroom and litigating individuals and so that's kind of the difference between the two i received that information from the university of law their website is law that's law dot ac dot uk all right so Denise, you want to kind of tell us what happened? Yes. So it starts, like he mentioned, November 3rd of 2014, a call to NHS, which I'm assuming since we're in the UK, that's like 911 for us. It seems there's an eight-week-old girl that's fighting for her life. It seems based on the injuries that she has, she suffered a fractured skull. Did I say that right? Skull? Skull. Mm -hmm. Bleeding from the brain. She has retinal mm -hmm. hemorrhage injuries, which left her brain damaged and blind. So she's blind. Okay. So, and as you can imagine, the eight week old baby, and I don't think we ever found her name. They never said her name. I don't they? think they did. And I did find that they did not disclose their surnames for legal purposes. Okay, so we have an eight-week baby who is the, who's damaged, mm -hmm. pretty much, right? And so immediately in that process, Kyle and Kenzie are accused of engaging in that activity that caused the injuries, which is why, of course, they are in trouble. For right. purposes of this discussion, we will primarily be talking about the crimes as it associated with Kenzie because the documentary that we we watch focused on that and for those of yeah. you out there is bbc's called the accused and remember here we were talking about a and e's the accused guilty or innocent so it's very similar to that and i think that a and e kind of borrowed that idea from bbc's the accused all right what are you about to say no 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 oh. yeah all right so as a result of the allegations the baby was removed from the home, right? Kenzie's home. It took about a year for them to, the police to investigate the allegations. Yes. And then in addition to that, there was about an additional five months that the prosecutor arm investigated the allegations, particularly against Kenzie. Mm -hmm. And the, the world of evidence that we're operating under in this particular case is 1,700 pages Oof. of documents, hundreds of hours of videos and audio, and then particularly the call to NHS that morning of November the 3rd plays a significant part of the prosecutorial arms case against Kinsey and Kylie. Mm -hmm. And so similar to the accused guilty or innocent, there's always a part where they bring in the accused to have a conversation with the lawyer mm -hmm. 
to kind of give their perspective of the facts. Do you want to talk about kind of what Kinsey says her account was of that particular day? So it seems that the way she says it before the before the call to NHS, NHS, she was in the kitchen cooking and she hears the baby crying. She opens the door because she was in the kitchen with the door locked. And, you know, she asks Kyle what's going on. Not in those words, but she kind of asks him what's going on while the baby's crying. He tells her everything is fine. She closes the door back again, and then they go on with the day. But then during the night, it seemed the baby was not well. She does say she Googled, but doesn't remember exactly what she was searching for. And then instead decided to call an NH. And so while she's calling NHS, Kyle is blowing. She sees that Kyle is blowing a couple of times in the baby's mouth. She starts thinking to herself, what is he doing? And he does this a couple of times before she actually makes the call. So I take that back. It wasn't while she was calling them. She apparently saw this before. Saw what? Him blowing into her mouth. Did you write that like I did? What I understood is that she she did see that and I thought she also saw that before she went to bed because she talked about going to bed. She said that something she said that something is wrong with her. She thought that something did not seem quite right. Mm-hmm. The baby was um, floppy. Floppy and Kyle told her that the baby was okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so she was like, okay, whatever. She went to bed. But during the night, the baby started to be fussy. So then she says she Google searched something, but she doesn't know what that was that she she Googled. And this is when Kyle was blowing a couple of times in the baby's mouth. And Kenzie was thinking, like, what the fuck are you doing type of thing. And he did it a couple of times before making a call to NHS. So, yeah. And now it makes sense because, I mean, I don't want to About the 554? No. Oh. Is it? I don't know. Go Remember ahead. how he mentions that they Googled, now it makes sense. I just thought that too when we yeah. said that, but we kind of, we need to, yeah, Okay, yeah. so that, you know, and then so she decides to call NHS and she tells them that the baby sounds nasally, she's twitching, her head is floppy, but the baby is asleep. So I'm assuming, like you said, the baby was probably fuzzy. And as she's looking at her, because it doesn't say if the baby was in the crib or in the bed with them. So I'm assuming that's where she sees that the baby is floppy. But the operator does say, well, she's asleep. So that could be why she's floppy. Yeah. So first of all, what does a floppy mean? So I think what she means is twitchy, like jumpy, floppy, like maybe like not like or something or that it looks as if she has no control over limbs, kind of, Mm -hmm. because when the mama described some of the injuries, she also discuss the lower level or portion of the baby's body to be floppy. So I think that's terminology that they use. Yeah, because floppy basically... for me would be like she's, you know. Yeah, so I think that's just, you know, term gotcha, of art gotcha. over, uh, over there. But so then we, but what I found interesting in this is that, again, we don't know how the producers decided to cut things up and place them and things like that. So they'll splice right. them up. We don't know. But when she was given her account of what happened, to her lawyer what i found interesting was she didn't mention going to all the details about what she was experiencing it was more of i was in the kitchen i i thought i heard something a cry he said it was okay i went back in she was in the kitchen for 45 minutes she came out she baby seemed fussy she asked kyle what happened kyle said don't worry about it everything's good she's like okay 
something isn't right, but I'm still go to bed. Then she wakes up and the baby has an issue. It wasn't until her lawyer began to play the audio, some of the audio from the 911 call that we really get to understand Mm -hmm. kind of what was going on. Because when she was discussing it with her lawyer, she didn't make it seem like it was as serious. Right. Right. And you're right, because that's exactly how I have it. The ain't at... mm. Lordy. NHS. NHS was actually the the solicitor playing the audio. Right. Yeah. And I think NHS is basically like National Health System or Service. I need a new name for them. Because, because when you go on hard. the website, it's not truly 911. It, it, it deals with, over there is 111. But it also deals with that. It handles that. But it also gives information about health. Anything dealing with health, safety, and things like that. Makes sense because the way the guy answered, he even gave his name and usually 911 operators. Don't. Right. And and it also seemed like it wasn't as urgent because it was yeah. almost like at the very beginning, like music playing, like we'll connect you soon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But anyhow, so that was the tape. So they the, the defense wanted to review the evidence that the Crown was going to use. And so here in America, we use prosecutor prosecutor because they represent the government there they represent the crown right prosecutor and so in the tape there's a transcription of the tape as well but it says that kenzie saw kyle excuse me the prosecution's theory is that kenzie saw kyle assault the baby Mm -hmm. and the call to nhs was just a cover-up to try to cover up the assault that she witnessed and allowed to occur. And so as part of the theory, what they were trying to do is use the evidence from the 911 call. I'm going to say 911 call, but it's really the 111 call to 111 call to NHS. But that's when you were talking about the baby sounds nasally, nasally, twitching, floppy. She, her breathing was kind of belabored or delayed. Right. And then she said that the baby was still asleep and she won't wake up. And I'm like, okay, well, my first question is, when did you realize that the baby wasn't waking up? And why wasn't that the first thing that you said when you spoke to someone? My baby right. is And I'll be hysterical on this right. phone call. And she didn't sound hysterical at all. Right. And remember, part of what the lawyer, and I don't know why he was saying this because he didn't really, they didn't go into further detail. But the lawyer did say when they were listening mm-hmm. to the tape notice how she sounds calculated at first calm and calculated and then as the nhs operator begins asking her more detailed information then she starts to escalate to this sense of hysteria yeah he says is when the blood was mentioned is when she starts sounding like she's distressed so let me ask you that when you heard that did you sense that he was thinking that was problematic or that it was natural for her to escalate because maybe she's immediate it was not until that point that they realized that blood was coming out i think he thought it was problematic okay and so the baby wouldn't wake up they had blood around her face and nose and then kyle is in the background saying it was kyle who said that the baby had blood around her face and nose she repeats it to the operator she asks kyle if he if the baby is still breathing and kyle says that her chest is not coming up and that she has blood bubbling from her mouth and nose Mm -mm. and kyle says that he is breathing for her right right and what i mean that just sounds like something really that sounds like it doesn't just seem like that just naturally occurred. 
No, not at all. How how is their blood like just crazy? And so on the tape at the very beginning when she first called mm-hmm. and they're doing that do 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 we'll transfer you. The prosecution says that what she says as she waits for the operator to connect is I'm in trouble. Yep. And the defense is saying that they're not they're uncertain as to whether or not that's what she was saying. But the prosecution was going to use that to show that she knew that she did something wrong. Right. right. That statement was similar to what we use here in America, a statement against one's interest. Right. Right. Which can be brought in for to show that you knew kind of what was going on and it was this your psyche or your conscious at that particular time and what i thought was astonishing is that there were 16 experts Mm -hmm. that said that the injuries to the baby were intentionally inflicted on the baby and that she had serious medical conditions as a result yeah right so i've been talking i've been talking what what do you remember what some of those serious injuries were yes because remember the grandmother. She requires long stays in the hospital. She has cerebral palsy in all four limbs with dystonia. She has an unsafe swallow, which means she has a peg feeding tube from her stomach. Sclerosis. She has her hips. Scoliosis. Scoliosis. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Her hips are dislocated and her knee is possibly as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have. And the dystonia, for those of you who don't know what it is, because I didn't know what the hell it was, it is, according to the grandmother, that the upper part of the body, the baby's body stiffens, right? Her limb mm-hmm. stiffens, but the lower part of her body is what she identified as being floppy. So in other words, mm-hmm. there's like no control of the body. Poor baby. And so that seems like definitely someone inflicted some serious. kind of harm, yes. serious harm on the baby and it wasn't necessarily something that happened in the accidental, accidental or anything or during the canal birth remember you kept raising mm-hmm. that issue during the other yeah, yeah, yeah. case what was that called do you remember oh, man, i forgot <laughs> yeah but i remember what you yeah yeah exactly but the injuries are also different from that case which is why that canal theory makes sense to birth me. canal yeah that's what it was the birth canal but this no like this y'all did something to her yeah and so did that guy but the, those injuries didn't make sense in that birth canal but whatever but during the time in between the time that she was arrested mm-hmm. and she went to trial she had a second baby right and so the second baby was also taken from her right right we didn't i don't think we mentioned that the baby in the situation was removed by child protective services yeah i did But maybe I didn't. No, I don't think you did. Yeah. So the baby, the the baby who was injured definitely Mm -hmm. was removed from the home. Yeah. And then the second baby, once she had the baby, was also taken from from her Kenzie. Now, Mm -hmm. here's my question to you: Do you think that was the right thing for them to do? Take the baby away? Yeah. Heck yeah. But why? She's being investigated for injuring or a baby already. Why would we leave a second baby in her care? So with the possibility of this happening again. Yeah, but I want to go back to the Michigan case because uh-huh. I've raised that same question or I raised that same point about it. 
that that child should have been taken out of the individual's care. And you said that it should not. The child was taken out of the individual's care, placed with someone, and then the mom won the baby back. So it's not the same situation. Also, why is it not the same situation? Because the baby was taken away. The baby, the baby in Michigan, which I know you want to keep bringing it back, but it's very different. The baby in Michigan was taken away from the mother and the father. I can't. I think the baby was placed with the grandmother, and yep. then the mother did what was required from her to do in order to win the baby back. Let me also raise this, since you want to compare them. Mm-hmm. The mother also moved away from where the man was mm-hmm. in order because that was part of her conditions to be able to win the baby back unlike this one but we don't know if that was what well, we don't we don't know what because they mentioned that on yeah the, but kenzie was the way it was presented kyle was nowhere near the baby or kenzie again because he was still in jail what i'm the reason why i bring that up is because the lawyers for this case, keep asking her to disassociate herself from Kyle. She's not willing to do that. Whereas in the case in Michigan, part of her conditions to get the baby back was for her to move out from the home she had with this man. And she did that because she wanted the baby back. Yeah, but she also did it with the whole intent of reuniting her kid. It doesn't matter what the intent is. Yeah, it's, it does. That was her requirement, and that's what she did to win the baby back. But but, but if both of them were charged, I don't want to go back and rehash. You are. <laughs> I mean, and the, the thing is, you're trying to bring these case similarities, but they're not. Because- they're very similar because there is no allegation that Kinsey, there's no allegation that Kinsey physically harmed the baby. The allegation is, is that she, she failed, failed to, to do what was necessary because of Kyle's actions. What I'm right. saying Which is, is totally that, let me finish. From because, the case in Michigan. No. Because it was basically the same thing. The mom was also charged, and then they decided to drop that charge for whatever reason. And remember, we talked about that case afterwards, offline. Mm -hmm. Folks in Michigan were up in arms that either one of them were able to, A, get off, not have the charge against the mom, and the end result for the father, right? Because they felt that, again... There were actual injuries that were more than what was disclosed on accused, guilty, and innocent mm-hmm. or innocent. What I'm saying is if the allegation is that Kinsey, right, allowed the dad to harm, if the dad is already removed from the picture and there's no allegations that Kinsey herself mm-hmm. is physically harming, if the threat is removed, why couldn't she stay with the second baby? She shouldn't. That is my point. I'm trying to ask. And you know what the beauty is? You have your opinion. I have mine. No, no. I, I, I'm just trying to clarify what my point is. You Not... know what's so funny? You want to clarify <laughs> what your point is, but you don't allow other people to clarify what their freaking thing is. There's right. no similarities. You could say there are. To me, they're not. Because the injuries are totally different. The people that are being... That that the docu-series are based on are totally different. The case in Michigan is the person that's being accused of causing the injury, where in this case, she's not. She's just accused of failing to protect the child. I get that you're very passionate about that case in Michigan, 
but to me, there's no similarity. So any question that you ask me about that case, <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. But what about the point? Sorry. What about the point? <laughs> I, I guess this goes to the overarching thought process that I had on that case. Mm -hmm. And that is the importance of protecting the innocent, right? Right. And both scenario is the kid. Right. What I get what you're saying that the mom did what she was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But this guy didn't necessarily have true supervised visitations with the baby. He but can go to the home. Whose fault is that? That is my point. Mm -hmm. Is it a felon? I, let me ask the question differently. Is it a felon in the system between the two? That they determine, even though that the mother was not the one who was accused of physically assaulting the right. baby, that they determined that it was in the best interest of the baby to remove the baby completely. Yes. Do you think, paralleling to the Michigan case, mm -hmm. that he should have been allowed to, he been the accused in that case, right. should have been allowed to continue no. to interact with his child unsupervised and only been supervised by his wife. No, there should have been somebody there from Child Protective Services reviewing the entire time he's with that baby. Just like in this situation, she had an incident prior to this occurring. Child Protective Services seemed to have been involved, yet they didn't take no action. So yes, they failed on both places. All right. Very good. And rephrasing your question. No, I, I agree. It wasn't, <laughs> I didn't ask the, I asked the right question, but. No, know. no, you did not. So then they, we res, are given the opportunity to see mm -hmm. a voluntary interview that Kinsey gives to the process, excuse me, to the police. So oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so did you. You want to talk about kind of what she discussed at that? Yeah. So it seemed to have happened two months after the incident with the baby. She mentions that they got into an argument at the end of September. Again, the incident with the baby happened in November. And that in whatever situation happened in September, Kyle was arrested for domestic violence. Apparently what happened in that incident is that Kyle told her she didn't need to constantly keep going to the baby when the baby was crying. And then... Kyle was feeding her and says that she was a greedy cunt. <laughs> what the crazy, greedy, crazy cunt. Ugh, the oh baby. But go ahead. And, and what, what did Kenzie say when she heard him say that? What was her response? Oh, I didn't write that down. She said that, you know, since the baby, since I was pregnant and since oh. I had the baby, he appeared to be jealous. Right. And it was okay for him to say those negative things to her, but not to give that to the baby. Right. And it makes, you know, if you, you sit there and think this is a seven week old baby, only a month and a half, I could see him, you know, if he was really jealous of the baby, I could really see him, you know, hurting her. It was so sad. <laughs> she does mention that Cal does verbally abuse her, Kenzie. And she started noticing a pattern that was emerging and some warning signs that were there. Right. And so my question when I heard that was then, why are you still trying to defend him now? Right. 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 And why didn't you, why didn't those warning signs 
make you come out of that kitchen mm-hmm. instead of standing there for 45 minutes. Right, exactly. With the door with the door closed. Shut, exactly. And then, <clears throat> and, and that's why I have, why wouldn't you immediately think that something happened when mm-hmm. you were in the kitchen given the warning signs, right? I mean, the minute you see the baby the, with blood, I would be questioning what the happened, you know? Like, why is she bleeding? I don't know. Hmm. So the solicitor botch then interviews Kinsey about mm-hmm. that interview. But what does Kinsey say about the interview? She does not want it to be you. <laughs> like, I don't want that to be you. Yeah, I don't want that to be And I'm like, that's, He's not, like that's not up to you. <laughs> that is not your decision. Yeah. Okay. So he does ask her, though, why she didn't want that to be used after he told her that that's not your decision. And she says because she was on a different mindset. What do you mean? Well, she explains that. Oh, but I didn't write that down. She says she was in a different mindset at that time because it was a bit exaggerated because she was upset with Kyle. Now, she doesn't say why she was upset with Kyle, right? And that's when Solicitor Botch indicates that, look, we also have evidence that at 554, Mm -hmm. there was a Google search of baby doesn't wake up. Which now makes sense based on what she had mentioned before. And then eight minutes later, NHS was called, right? So what we don't know is who did the Google search, why the Google search was done. Right. Was that the Google search that Kenzie said she did earlier that we talked about, but we don't get a connection there. Right. But the presumption is, excuse me, it was either Kyle prior to Kenzie becoming aware that there was an issue with the baby or it that's the Google search that she was doing. Makes sense, yeah. Right? And so... With knowing that piece, the 554, and then eight minutes later calling mm-hmm. NHS, how does that make you view the actions of either, of both parents? Neglect. Why? It's like you mentioned when it comes to her. The minute you heard the baby crying and you already had these warning signals of whatever the case it is that he was showing you, the baby is crying. I would have questioned what's wrong with the baby. I actually would have gone outside to see why is the baby crying? Like I wouldn't have from the kitchen said, what's wrong? No, like I'm assuming that baby must have been crying hysterically. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Cause this is just reminding me of, of Michigan. The... When the girl was upstairs and you was like, it's okay. I would understand if she was asleep and she didn't want to come down when the baby was crying, blah, 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 because with the mom. Because in a state of sleep, sometimes when you wake up, it's like a foggy state. You know, like, did I hear the baby or did I not? But Kenzie was making dinner. She was in a state of mind to feed her family. Sure. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Go ahead. Now, my, I don't even know what, it, what I was saying. How it made you view the parents. You said neglect. Yes, you also said that if it was you, you would have came out of that kitchen. You yes. would have went outside and be like, what the hell is going on, basically? Right. Okay. What else? I what about know. Kyle? I don't know what to say about Kyle, to be honest. <laughs> Let me ask this question. Do you believe Kyle, based upon the information we had, because we don't know mm-hmm. him. We didn't get to interview him. Based upon the fact that Kyle said to the baby that she was a crazy greedy cunt right do you think he was jealous of the baby yes 
Why? Because she was taking the attention away from, like, Kenzie was no longer giving him the attention that she must have given him prior to the baby being there. Do you think that is, I mean, again, we're not psychiatrists, right? Right. But the next question I have is how can a parent be jealous of their children? I mean. And. How can people kill? You know, it's everybody. I know, but I, what, what in your right mind makes you think that, that you need to be jealous of a kid? I mean, is it because the attention is. It's no longer on you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel you, but (laughs) unless you decide to do research on why, you know, people do that, we may just never know. It's just weird. It's odd. Like I can, I definitely understand as kids progress that you not like your child sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That I get, right? Uh, I'm not sure jealousy would ever, particularly a baby, like an innocent baby. A a seven week old. That cannot talk, cannot walk, requires your attention because she can't do nothing by herself. Right. You know, like, yeah, it's crazy. Which would make sense why he would say to her, you don't need to run over here every time the baby is Mm -hmm. crying type Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, Yeah, she's probably was all on that baby. Yeah. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So what else? I do like how the, what is it, barrister Mm -hmm. was like, you need to wake up and Smell the coffee and look up after your own interests mm-hmm. before you get convicted. But why did he say that? Because she keeps trying to. She doesn't believe that Kyle could have harmed the baby. Not only can she not believe it, she continues to have, you know, communication with him, although he's in jail. But there's letters that they keep sending to each other. And, and they told them not to communicate. Right. And she's still doing it. Why do you think she did that? She still loves the man. Do you think that's a sign of battered woman syndrome? Could be. Yeah. Right? Because that's that's kind of what I, I I wrote here. Is this a sign of a battered woman? Why would you? Yep. Because she when she was reading the letter, she kept smiling. Oh, he calls, he calls me, me baby, baby doll. doll. And I'm like, chick, you got two kids you can't see. First of all, initially you could see them every week. Then that turned mm-hmm. to being able to see them once a month. Now you only can see them twice a year, basically. She said four times a year. Four times a year. But for three hours, like. Exactly. Like, that should be your priority. And the other thing is, if Kyle didn't do anything to the baby, then it only leaves you. <laughs> exactly. How do you explain the injuries to this baby? The baby right. couldn't have done these injuries to herself. Right. The minute someone comes to me after I call NHS and the baby is taken to the hospital, the minute someone comes to me and says, these are the injuries your baby, you know, your baby has, I'm going to question you because you, you, me and the baby are the only people in this house. So I don't want to keep going back to Michigan. Lord have mercy. No, but I want to explore. Somebody give me a drink. (laughs) I want to explore that a little bit because I said these same things that you just said. Let me finish. Because remember, while while her lawyer, the barrister, was talking to her, he said several times, look, 
You can't explain the injuries. Mm -hmm. No one can explain the injuries, right? Right. Now, that was my point on that case right. that no one could explain what happened to that baby when they took the baby to the hospital, right? right? But for you, you said not being able to explain the injuries isn't necessary evidence that they did something to the baby, even right. though it was just those two there at the house, right? right? So why was that sufficient there mm -hmm. and not here? Okay. For the hundredth time, mm -hmm. I don't know if maybe I should tell you in Spanish. Maybe. Because let find, me put it Or this find way. an African language I could. No matter how many times you ask me, I view that Michigan case very differently. Is it because of the, the allegations from the medical doctors about the yes. birth canal? All and right. I don't know how else to tell you. Okay. See, porque están, I mean... Keep bringing it up. I'm going to still give you the same answers. There's no way. All right. So let me ask this question. If yes. they would have, because no one brought that up but the defense. So well, if. In which case? Because now you got me flip flopping. Michigan. <laughs> if that was not brought up. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would have strongly believed he did something to that baby. Okay. And I said that, everyone, if you guys want to go back to that episode to listen to when I said. <laughs> That's why I felt so strongly that he didn't do anything. Do you think that this baby here, and the only reason mm -hmm. I'm saying this baby because we don't know the baby's name. Right, right, right. Could there have been some unexplained medical condition? No. That You don't have to continue, no. Why? Because I, I for the life of me, I cannot explain that the baby is it has blood coming out and the results of the injury. They're so severe. No, because if that was the case, there's 16 medical examiners that reviewed this case. One of them at least would have found something from before birth. So no. But we also, and I, I don't want to belabor this point, but uh -huh. I do think one of the major differences of why we didn't hear anything about the medical condition mm -hmm is she technically wasn't charged with physically harming the baby. It was right. just Kyle. Right. And we didn't hear anything about his case. We didn't hear about the evidence that was technically all against him. We also didn't hear about any defenses that he raised. So right. we don't know if his, his lawyer raised any kind of medical de mm -hmm. defense or, or anything of that nature. But what I hear you say is you think the severity of the the injuries to the baby mm -hmm. were so severe that they had to have been intentionally yes. caused. Yep. Now, cerebral palsy mm -hmm. could naturally occur. Yes. You would agree with me. Yes, definitely. And, they can actually detect that before the baby is born. All right. I never heard of dystonia, so I don't know if that could me be neither. detected or right. not. Right. But it, it sounds like to me a, some kind of, Neuro neurological, neurological condition mm -hmm. like seizures and things of nature with the stiffening and maybe the shaking and the floppy because she she was using those terms yeah the scoliosis mm -hmm. that could be natural yes depending on how you come out of the birth canal it could right. cause some injuries there and then the only thing uh, the hips and knees the question becomes is the scoliosis the cause of the hip displacement right Right. Which I'm sure they would have tried to 
examine to see. But we don't know. Right, we don't. We, we don't know. And I don't think they went that deep in this case necessarily because her actions were, she should have known, mm-hmm. basically, right? It's not that she caused, but I'm just I'm just talking through because I'm trying to figure out why no one, as a defense, why wouldn't they have raised I think that, it's the is the the injuries fracture skull. How? If you the little boy me, had a fracture skull, birth canal caused it. Yeah, but didn't say birth canal on this one. I know, but it didn't seem like they were doing much of a defense other than the fact that she would not have known that Kyle was dangerous. That's their defense. Right, 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 right. But what I'm saying is. 16 medical examiners look at this baby. One of those 16 would have said, could this have, because what they're trying to do, right, is basically prove, was this done intentionally or not? So someone out of the 16 would have raised the possibility of, while you were pregnant, did you have any conditions or was anything said to you that, you know what I mean? I think that medical examiners knew these injuries this baby have could not have come from birth. They have to be inflicted. Yeah. And that, uh, I just find it difficult to believe that she didn't hear anything because this right. seems to be... <clears throat> some major pain inflicted on this baby. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The baby was crying. Almost, I have to assume that this baby was crying hysterically for her to open that kitchen door and ask. But she went to sleep. The Kenzie went yeah. to sleep. Well, she actually went back to finish cooking <laughs> and then went to sleep. All right. So also in this case, there's more than 7,000 text messages seized because when Kyle and... Kyle, Kyle and Kenzie were arrested. Their phones were seized. And we get a glimpse of some of their text messages that come up. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to read some of them. Kenzie sends this message to Kyle. I'm battered and bruised. How much longer can this go on? Right. Okay. He responds. I broke a promise to myself that I would never hit a woman. Now that promise is gone. I don't feel I deserve life anymore. I know that I am capable of. I know now that I'm capable of doing it, which makes it seem like he's capable of. And you know what? Now it makes sense because the call that she made in September that he got assaulted with domestic violence are those text messages. But let's go back because remember when when solicitor Bosch asked her about that voluntary Mm -hmm. interview that she had with police that she didn't want to bring in. Right. He asked her for signs. What signs did you see relating to Kyle being aggressive and anything like that? Did he ever hit you? She said no. She said no. And what she said was that Kyle's examples of questionable behavior was you're being a bitch. He would call her you're being a bitch. He would say, you know, he would ramp up arguments during the pregnancy, but there was no physical abuse. So that is an indication of an individual at that point of mind, A, who's a liar to me at right. this point, right? Because you're, you, you're the, the folks who are there to help you, you're not even giving them the information that you need. Exactly. AKA Casey Anthony. Helping you and you're not paying them anything. like. Right, liar. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, you indicate that there was no abuse from this guy and 
Then we come to find out that you did call the police on this guy. Mm -hmm. And not only did he hit you, he hit you while you were holding your baby. baby, Right. So why is that not a signal to you that he would go above and beyond and get angry enough to to the fact that me having this kid around me is not enough to stop him? You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Um, But so she says that I'm a battered woman. And then. There's another message where he, she says, you tell me I have issues where yours are bigger than mine and you prove that tonight. And he says, same old shit with you, fucking fat mouth and controlling ways. Fuck everything, fucking everything up. Okay. <laughs> now. Just crazy. Let's talk through it. He could have just been angry. Do you think that necessarily indicates that he's an aggressive individual? I mean... Husbands and wives curse at each other all the time. Fuck you, bitch. You are no li- you're a low life motherfucker. You ain't never been shit. Ain't gonna be shit. Your mama ain't shit. Your daddy ain't shit. Yeah. And you should have never been born. That doesn't necessarily mean no. that they're aggressive or they have any true hatred or or de- they want demise to that individual. Right. I agree. All right. Then there's another message that's sent where he says she referring to the baby. Mm-hmm isn't safe with me and doesn't deserve to be in danger for someone as terrible as me. And then she responds, I know you don't want to hurt our baby or lose her. So chances, changes need to be made before it's too late and something even more serious happens. Now this was on the night. This was around the time of the abuse that she called the police on. Right. So what does that text message exchange say to you? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you think it support the fact that he's da- a danger to the baby or he'll do something harmful for the baby? The fact that he hit her while she has the baby in her arms already is indication that he could do something. The text messages to me, n- nothing. I mean, yeah, it just further proves that you did something. But isn't him saying she isn't safe with me and doesn't deserve to be in danger from someone as terrible as me? Doesn't that indicate that he's saying in his head that I feel like I can do something to our baby? Yeah. Right? But the fact he hit her with the baby. (laughs) I know, but that message to her and then her response, instead of saying, you're right, we should separate or you shouldn't be around or this, that, and a third, her response is, I know you don't want to hurt our baby or lose her. So changes need to be made before it's too late mm-hmm. and something even more serious happens. Yeah. So it foreshadowed the fact that if, in fact, this physical abuse actually occurred, as the prosecution indicated, she knew about it. She yeah. knew that it was going to come. She yeah. knew that he was capable of harm to the baby. I, I mean, agree. I think that's a telltale issue there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. And so the kicker, though, in this case is... That shortly, sometime after he was arrested or right before his trial, he he made a Facebook post that he later retracted. But the prosecution said we're using. Yeah, the prosecution said, bitch, you already put it out there. It's a a statement against your interest. Yeah. And here's what it says. It says, this is Kyle writing to Kenzie Mm -hmm. on Facebook. My confession about the baby. The reason she is unwell is because I shook her and caused her to stop breathing. Whether it was intentional or not, I can't say because I am a very messed up person. 
police can use this as evidence. I don't care because I deserve that. I am a child abuser and Ken's didn't do nothing to that little girl, period. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you saw that, what did that say to you? Let's you give him death penalty. <laughs> but let me play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Could this be more of a Romeo Juliet situation? No. Where <laughs> let me, You haven't even let me finish. Where the two are so in love with each other, we have one on the one hand who's unwilling to accept that this could have occurred. That's Kenzie. Mm-hmm. And then we have another who decides he wants to be a martyr. And so I nothing really happened to the baby, but I don't want my the lady who I love to be seen as a bad mom or go down for this. So I'm going to take the blame. Could that be part of his psyche and writing this? No, because if if Kenzie was the one being accused alongside with him, as being the one to have inflicted the injuries, then possibly I want to take the fault so she doesn't have to take it. But she's not being accused of doing the damage. She's just being accused of not protecting the baby. So no, I don't think he was just saying that. So he would, he's facing more years than she is. But He has more charges or, or what is it? Charges? No, what's the word? Like serious. I'm, I'm not saying that Kenzie's charges weren't as serious, but his charges are very serious, whereas she's not facing the same charges. So no. Now, if both of them were facing the same, yeah, I would say, yeah, he probably just said that to take it. Okay, so when is this part here, whether it was intentional or not, I can't say because I'm a very messed up person. Yes. Is that an indication that presumably he didn't know what he was doing at that yeah. time? And so, therefore, he should get off for because he's insane. Insanity. No. Assuming that insanity is the same here in America. As it is in the UK, no. Why? He's just basically, he's saying to you, look, I had a, I have a, I had a chemical imbalance. I flipped. I blinked. I don't know what's going on. Unless he mentioned that as well in the assault and the domestic violence case that he has originally with her no because you in that uh, domestic violence situation we don't know right because it doesn't say it but you knew what you were doing because you even accepted it and admitted it on the text messages so no you can't come now and say i blink and i go crazy and do things no why not? Why can't we give him mercy and 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 place him somewhere so he can get if help? You want to give him mercy and place him somewhere to give him help? By all means, it will be like the Michigan case where I had mercy for the person where you didn't. There we go, payback. Now I have no mercy for them, and you do. Okay. Now, <clears throat> so. Kenzie lawyer meets with her about this Facebook post and what is her reaction? Oh, she still doesn't believe it because he tells her it wasn't just that Facebook post. He apparently did another post, Mm -hmm. which he doesn't really specify where or how, but he does mention that second post. He didn't have no influences telling him posted or whatnot. And she still does not believe he could have done it. And what does what does he ask her? Do you remember? No. 
I didn't write it He down. says to her, what is it going to take for you to accept the fact that he is accepted responsibility for harming your baby? Right. If he gets on the stand and says, I did it, will you believe it? And did she say yes to that? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't remember. She hesitated and she never confirmed that she would because she kept going to the fact that I can't believe that he would, he do, would that. Do, do that to my baby. He hit you with a baby. Come on now, girl. And so here's my question. Is it out of question to apportion blame on a loved one for doing harm to another loved one for say you? Say that again? Yeah. Is it... Is it, do you find it, do you think it's hard, difficult to place the blame on someone you love for harming another person you love? Yeah. And do you kind of understand the conundrum that she may be in in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, that's kind of what the, the lawyer was discussing. Remember when he was writing right. to court? Is that it's difficult. He was trying to place her himself in her shoes, removing his lawyer hat. Right, right, right. And it's the fact that it's hard to apportion blame to someone you love. I, for me, I, I'm not sure. I, for me, I'm like. But you haven't been in that situation, so you really can't say mm, for sure. But I, true. I do, you know, I do believe it's hard. We can see it in her again. She has this previous charge. The baby was in her arms. She still doesn't want to believe that he could do something. She knows the baby has these serious injuries. She sees they took the baby away from her. The care that the baby needs. The fact that the mom tries to be there for the baby and try to help the baby. And you still don't believe he could have done that? Yeah, I think in her case, it's hard for her to admit that he could have done something. I'm sure if you do a follow-up, from that docu-series because that was back in 2017 maybe yeah i'm pretty sure she's probably out of jail now yeah. if you were to ask her she probably still does not believe well you just gave it away have. that she went to jail my bad <laughs> <laughs> i all sure right. did all right so I mean, that was coming next so i just yeah so we don't get to go into the courtroom the courtroom they don't show anything from the courtroom mm -hmm. But they were debating on whether or not Kenzie should testify, mm -hmm. right? And she was staunch. Adamant that she was. Yeah, she was adamant that I, I need to testify. I need to testify. I need to prove. And what was her lawyer's concern with allowing her to testify? I don't remember. Remember, he was saying that, first of all, she has these facial expressions that oh, will come right. off bad. Thank right? You. Badly in, in front of like the jury. Mm-hmm. And secondly, he was more concerned that she would be on the stand fighting the prosecution, trying to tell them why these charges are false or right. why Kyle didn't do this. And moreover, with, with respect to Kyle, he felt that her having this undying loyalty to this mm -hmm. man who obviously harmed her baby would inflame the jury right. and want, make them want to punish her just because of that. Yeah. Right. All right. The jury deliberates. It says for two days, and we don't know if it's two days, both for Kenzie and Kyle. We don't know if their cases were simultaneously right. held or not, but it made it appear as if it did because it said two days deliberation, and then it gave us Kyle verdict. 
So Kyle was found guilty on two counts of causing gracious or grievous bodily harm, sorry, with intent. And how long was he in jail? 18. Well, he's still in jail, but he was charged or sentenced to 18 years. In prison. Yeah. All right. Now, the lawyers for Kenzie, ultimately, she decided kind of last minute she wasn't going to testify. Mm -hmm. And do you remember kind of the approach the lawyer said that it was going to take with their presentation of the evidence? No. (laughs) (laughs) That even though she might have known that Kyle could be aggressive. There was no reason for her to suspect that he would turn that aggression on the baby, remember? And then secondary to that is that when the situation occurred where Kyle hit Kenzie Mm -hmm. with the baby in in her 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 arms, arms. the Child Protective Services made a determination that Kyle was not a threat to the baby. Now I remember. Yeah. And so those things would not lead her reasonably to the to the perspective that Kyle would be a danger to the baby. Right. What did you think about that theory, those theories or that I think presentation? It was, it was good. And I, I think that's all they could do. I think the the man, the Ronnie, what is it, Manic? Manic. I thought he was awesome. I, I, I actually agree. like both of them. The solicitor too? Yeah. I, I, I like him too. I, I like the fact that they were straightforward with her. Mm-hmm. They kind of told her how it is. They were yep. not trying to give her Sugar bullshit. Sugarcoat anything. Sugarcoat yeah. anything. But also trying to get her to realize the gravity of what she was walking into. Right. Yep. And I don't think that she fully could. It fully didn't connect to her. The gravity because she was so focused on saying why would i do this and why would anyone think i would do this and i'm like bitch obviously someone think you're doing it that's why you've been charged and then you get another charge on top of that and how dare they say this and i'm gonna make sure that i tell them this and like come on now yeah yeah all right so kenzie for the two charges that was against her felon to protect her daughter and child cruelty the jury found her guilty and her sent her punishment her, she was sentenced to three and a half years. Three and a half years. So that was that. in 2017. That means she has to be out probably, probably now. Out, yeah. Now, what the lawyer at the very end gave his interpretation of what happened and what the jury, why the jury decided the way they decided. Do you remember? No. Oh my God. Did you take any notes? I did. You normally would have. I did up until that part. <laughs> I was trying to eat. Thank you. The very way much. your nails were click clicking on those keyboards. All right. Remember, the lawyer said that it was Kenzie's misguided loyalty to Kyle, which caused her to be convicted. Something must have come up that she still. Well, I think the prosecution must have presented enough evidence. I mean, look at these. I I, I think these these text messages. By itself. By itself. This text message on... In September, where she says, I know you don't want to hurt the baby after he told you she isn't safe with me. Yeah. And you didn't do anything. And like, the Facebook post. And the Facebook post. Like, he said she isn't safe with me. If you loved him enough, then you should have said, well, we need to get help. Yeah. And in the process of getting help, you cannot be around, I don't know her name, Lily, whatever the baby's name is, right? Do you think it could be because she was young? Because she was 21? Yeah. I mean, listen, people try to give that as an excuse all the time. I never had the opportunity to use age as an excuse in life. And so I personally have no sympathy for I'm young and this, that, and the third. Look, Because her mom did say she she always studied, she always worked, 
She never smoked. She never took drugs. She didn't drink. Right. You know, so it just just makes me wonder. Like, I mean, do you think to answer the question yourself? No, but I'm, you know, just wondering. Not that I believe it, but I'm just trying to put myself as a 21-year-old. I don't think I would have acted that way to begin with. Right. So, but, yeah, it, it, but everybody is different. Everyone is different. All right. So I know we started off kind of going all over the place. Well, I wouldn't say going over all over no, the place. No, you just wanted to keep going back to the Michigan case. No, right? because I also think it's important that we can parallel things. First of all, this is an international case, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we don't. I don't study the law over there. I don't know technically if and the elements. It was elements... interesting to find out, you know. Exactly, and I don't know the elements, and it was very similar, at least in my head, from the thematic aspect of it to the Michigan case. And I do want to, I think one of our next ones will give a, a update because remember on that Michigan case, the prosecution had appealed and they went to the Michigan Supreme Court. The guy, the same case? The guy, yeah, because they've he should have, they wanted him to have more time in jail. And I also think oh. if I remember... If I remember that they also wanted to do something with the mom, but they had some oral arguments, I think in September, October in the case. So I need to do follow up on it to we see. We need to do Angel Bump Pass too. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Any hurry up with a third season. Jeez. But yeah. Okay. All right. So that is episode 72. Episode 72 is the case of Kinsey and Kyle and international crime. We will have one more of these international mm -hmm. cases because I can't find the other episodes. If any of you I are wondering, maybe I, don't know. I went to their website, which is how I found out their surnames were not used because of that. And there's only two. No. Which website? Peacock? No, this show you okay. later. Yeah. Anyhow, it's on Peacock. There's two episodes on there. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about the next one on episode 73. Yep. That one was a little weird. Nah, that was crazy. And <laughs> that one was a little weird. The entire episode, I was like, what? Okay. Oh, by the way, look at this. I have a new Muhammad Ali t-shirt. This is, I think this is him and Joe Frazier when he knocked him out, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. But I really like the contrast of the black, white with the red gloves. Not that you really care. All right. So next I, time you see me, I won't be here. I want to thank Denise for being here You're physically welcome. and recording some episodes. And having to deal with you throughout this time. But you do have to admit that the ability to do this back and forth in the same room yeah, I like brings it. a different feel. It does. And being able to review the, you know, the the episodes or whatever right, we're doing and, and take notes and research yeah that's yeah, yeah. pretty cool yeah all right so yeah so until next time make sure that you continue to drink listen and converse i don't think you touched that drink did I you did not. <laughs> <laughs> and peace and Goodbye. love